It's October 19th, 2023, and these are your headlines. Ernest Bales and Robert Nichols. These are the two lawmakers that Attorney General Ken Paxton says are responsible for the illegal alien housing development colony Ridge. See, we answered the title question right away, but let's get into some details. We're not clickbait here. Known nationally as a housing development for illegal aliens, Colony Ridge's explosive expansion was made possible by a seemingly innocuous piece of legislation pushed quietly through the Texas legislature back in 2017. As part of the current special session called by Governor Greg Abbott, lawmakers are being asked to pass legislation concerning public safety, security, environmental quality, and property ownership in areas like the Colony Ridge development in Liberty County, Texas. Responding to inquiries from the state's congressional delegation, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is laying blame for the unmanageable Colony Ridge at the feet of State Representative Ernest Bales and State Senator Robert Nichols. Liberty County, the site of Colony Ridge, by the way, is in their districts. Specifically, Paxton takes aim at their passage of legislation back in 2017 that created a municipal management district for Colony Ridge in Liberty County. Under the legislation, the district's board was to include the owner of the tract of land and specified that that would be William Trey Harris, who leads the, the Colony Ridge development. Harris currently serves as the district's chairman. Currently, three of the four other board management district members are employed by Harris's development company in other words, the real estate developers have governmental authority to impose taxes and issue bonds on the residents of the development. Paxton described the board as, quote, unelected, unaccountable leaders of a city that is inhabited by an unknown population, including unvetted foreign aliens, and whose unsustainable growth is protected by a specific state carve-out. In his letter to the Texas congressional delegation, Paxton described Representative Bales and Senator Nichols as manipulating the state's municipal management district provision to facilitate the Colony Ridge development, contradicting the original law's intention. He said, I am beyond disappointed in Senator Nichols and Representative Bales for apparently working to enrich specific developers at enormous expense to the rest of the public in reducing the quality of life for their own constituents. By the way, also today, the House State Affairs Committee held a little bit of testimony and hearing on the Colony Ridge development. They did hear from Harris, the, the developer, as well as uh, head of DPS, some other testimony. None of it, however, got to some of the heart of the issues that people have criticized the development for, namely that Colony Ridge advertises markets itself to illegal aliens, not only illegal aliens when they're here in the country, but migrants when they're before they're even here, advertising in, in Central America saying, come on up to Colony Ridge. This is one of the major concerns that has led people to seek some sort of legislative action or investigation on the issue. And yet the House State Affairs Committee, uh, well, it was a, a pretty powder puff hearing uh, to put it in, in no uncertain terms. They really didn't get to the heart of those issues. The Senate has not had a hearing yet on the issue. We do expect that to happen in the coming days or potentially weeks ahead. We'll see what, if any, legislation gets out of the legislature before the special session ends. Well, that's right. The third special session of the legislature started last Monday, and as the clock ticks down, concerns are also growing that the Texas House may not address school choice. And when the House met on Thursday, they did so for six minutes. 
Six minutes, not ten, not seven. Six minutes. <laughs> the short meeting wasn't out of the ordinary for the chamber. Since the special session began, the House has only met four times and has thus far passed none of the legislation Governor Abbott has placed on the call. At the top of that list is school choice. Specifically, Abbott has called for, and these are his words on the special session call, legislation providing education savings accounts for all Texas school children. But while the Senate made quick work of school choice, along with other items such as border security and ending COVID vaccine mandates, the House has taken a much slower pace. Only this week did the House State Affairs Committee consider the border security and COVID vaccine mandate legislation. And while the committee approved a couple of bills on Thursday, strong legislation to impose a state criminal penalty for improper entry from a foreign nation has been left pending. They could potentially pass it later today. They are meeting right now as we record it. But as of this morning, the Senate legislation was not voted on. And the future looks more uncertain for school choice. Last week, House Speaker Dade Phelan referred the Senate school choice bill to the House Select Committee on Educational Opportunity and Enrichment. Notably, most of the members of that committee either voted against or refused to cast their vote on school choice during the regular legislative session earlier this year. No hearing on the bill has been scheduled as of yet. And while school choice legislation has passed the Senate numerous times, not only this session, but over the past several years, it's never received a vote in the House. And daylight between the two chambers on the issue only appears to be growing. Governor Abbott, meanwhile, has insisted that educational freedom is closer than it has ever been to becoming law. And he said he may call lawmakers back for yet another special session if it is killed in the House again. Now, when the House reconvenes on Monday, taking another long weekend, it will already be halfway through the 30-day special session. Any bills that are not sent to the governor by that 30th day are killed, and the process must start over again. With every day that passes with seemingly no progress on the issue in the House, a fourth special session appears to be increasingly likely. Lastly, South Texas U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers seized $11 million worth of methamphetamine during two stops recently on the Texas-Mexico border. The first stop took place on Far International Bridge in Far, Texas. CBP stopped a tractor trailer arriving from Mexico, referring it for further inspection. It was supposed to be transporting fresh jalapeno peppers. A deeper inspection by non-intrusive inspecting uh, inspection equipment and screening by dogs found $10.7 million worth of methamphetamine. On the same day, CBP in Brownsville conducted an inspection of a vehicle at Gateway International Bridge and discovered more illegal meth. During an inspection, officers were alerted to three packages hidden within a vehicle. CBP officers removed the packages, which contained a total of 100 pounds of alleged methamphetamine valued at approximately $927,038. For more stories of today, head to texasscorecard.com.